0: Hi everybody, Dr. Amy here. Today I want to talk about something that's probably coming into your office a whole lot right now, um, or if you're a parent, you're probably going through this process or just did, and that is what's happening on parent-teacher conferences or progress reports. Um, So in our area, everybody's kind of had their sit-down, their parent-teacher conferences with with their child's teacher and what we're doing there is hopefully we're getting a really good report, things are going well. Um, Unfortunately, very commonly we're getting reports like um, your child is having trouble meeting these expectations behaviorally or meeting these expectations academically and we have some concern and we're kind of midway through the year and we want to talk about what we can do. Now this can be as a parent really overwhelming, really hard to hear, really sad, really frustrating and really isolating actually because there's a lot of well, what's happening with my child and how do I understand that they're excelling in in one area and then really struggling to meet the mark um, or meet the demand in another area? Like maybe they're excelling socially and physically, gross motor, fine motor, um, sports, depending on the age, how we look at that um, artistically, but really struggling in reading and reading comprehension. Or there's a million different variations in the way that conversation can go. The biggest thing that I wanna talk about is First, you guys have heard it, you hear me say it all the time, but the reality is we know that there's a reason for all behavior. Just like that, there's a reason if your child is struggling academically. There's a ch- there's a reason if your child is struggling in the gross motor or fine motor realm. What we don't wanna do Is say they have this deficit and we define them by that deficit and they start to as the as a child start to define themselves by I'm not a person who's good at reading or I'm not a person who's good at playing sports or making friends this is a really slippery slope we do not want to be having the lens of deficit now The challenge with that is, it's important to understand where a child or an individual is, no matter what age, a two-year-old to an 18-year-old, it's important for us to understand where their strengths and weaknesses lie. That, in fact, gives us a brilliant window, a beautiful window into where they are developmentally, where they are neurologically. So today, what I wanna talk about, and in following videos coming in the next few weeks, I'm gonna break down some more specifics, Today I wanna talk about if you get this report or maybe you're a practitioner and parents are coming to you saying, hey, I got this report, my child's doing really great but I'm super surprised that they're struggling at reading or we've been really practicing reading and they're just still not getting it. What do I do? What's happening? Is there something wrong with my child? What I want you first to understand and remember is there's a reason. The next thing I want you to do as a parent or a practitioner is I want you to talk to the educator, the school psychologist, the teacher, whoever you're having this conference with, and I want you to ask them, is there a time when my child does better at this, whether it's a behavioral thing or whether it's a reading thing or whatever it is, is there a time when they do better, when they perform better? like? when there's not a lot of kids in the classroom, when it's quiet time and the classroom is quiet and we're asking them to do this, when they're standing and moving, do they do better at reading right after recess? Do they do better at controlling their impulses right after recess or right first thing in the morning or right after lunch? The question here is, is there a time that my child does better? Or if you're the practitioner, you're asking your parent to say, Hey, ask the teacher or ask yourself as a parent. Is there a time that you notice that this task that they're not quite meeting the 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 marks at in the deficit model? Is there a time they do better? Second question: Is there a time they do worse? Do they do worse when it's really quiet? in the classroom? How about when there's a lot of activity going on in the classroom? How about do they do they tend to struggle more with this task, whether it's behavior or reading or math or whatever it is, when they're in a certain classroom, when they're in the music room where there's big tall ceilings and lots of echoes? How about when they're in the gym? Um, when did they do Is there a time? And if they can't answer the when they do better, when do they do worse questions, we want to ask the teacher, ask the helpers, ask the parents to put their watch and wonder cap on. We want them to start to watch and wonder. They don't have to know what it means at this point, just like you don't need to know what it means at this point, but we're gonna explore that as we go. We want you to start marking down. Oh, interesting, I noticed that Johnny does do better at his spelling or his reading, Right after recess, or I notice he does better when we have breakout groups and um, he's actually standing, not sitting. Um, These are important questions. The next thing I want you to ask is if, for example, this is a academic task, this is a reading, writing, math, creative writing, whatever it is that's not quite there yet, that we're not meeting the marks on yet, I want you to ask some other questions. And doctors, I want you to observe and answer for yourself and converse with the parents about this. If it's an academic task that we're not quite meeting the mark at yet, I want you to ask about some of the downstream things that are there how does this individual do with controlling themselves in the classroom How does this, these are the questions, how does this individual do at moving their body in space? How's their fine motor skills? How about gross motor skills? Are they coordinated? Do they fall down a lot? Um, Do they excel in sports? How do they do in gym? How do they do in music? So we're asking more, this this academic um, task is a pretty high level, whole brain, prefrontal cortex area um, skill. We wanna know how are we doing in the, the other areas that come from different developmental stages in brain development. How are they doing with their auditory skills? Are they good at receptive language and then expressive language? Like, do they follow instructions? One step, two step, three step, do they seem to get lost in there? That's a question. How do they do at music? How about um, uh, following instructions? How about communicating their needs? Then we wanna ask, how are they doing in the gross motor realm? Like, are they coordinated? Do they play with peers? Um, and at recess? Do they sit there? Are they introverted? Are they shut down? We're asking other questions that are downstream that are giving us windows into earlier brain development so we can start putting the pieces together to why we're having specific struggles that we're having. Remember, we're going to dig into this in further episodes um, here coming up in the next few weeks, so make sure to follow us on this page, Dr. Amy Focus page. But, These are very common stressors and struggles this time of year when we get to the mid-point of the year. We're having parent-teacher conferences. Remember, there are no bad kids. We we do not have broken brains. Uh, There's a reason for behaviors, just like there's a reason for wins. There's a reason for academic struggles, social struggles, and behavioral struggles, struggles. It is our job to watch and wonder, know how to put the pieces together, and help these children and adults fill the gaps in their development, course correct, and set the stage for a better expression of life. Your homework now is to go back, watch this, ask the appropriate questions, and we'll start to dig in to figure that out.